Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Risk Check Podcast, episode 45. It's going to be a funny episode. (laughs) (laughs) If you're watching, you're probably wondering what the hell is going on. (laughs) Um, If you're listening, uh, enjoy it. Uh, But I do recommend that at some point in time, you you tune into either our YouTube channel or you visit us on Spotify and you you get to see this one visually because it's going to be a real treat. Uh, we got a special guest with us, but before we get into that, allow us to introduce ourselves. My name is Perry. I'm Ben. And I'm Rashawn. And we make up the Risk Check Podcast. Tonight, we have uh, the infamous uh, Fremstar. Yes, sir. Welcome Woo. to the show, my man. Woo. Right. Round you. of applause. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Glad to, glad to have you. Um, this actually wasn't very long in the making, which was really cool is that... Uh, He's super responsive on IG, and um, I it really just started. I think last week it was like maybe right before New Year's. I reached out. He was responded lightning speed. We talked about getting him in the show, and and he was traveling. He was like, "Yo, I'm here on this date, and and here we are tonight." So many thanks for you coming on down and making it. Thank you for having me, guys. Much appreciative. Yes, sir. Um, before we get started with tonight's festivities, we'll have to kick off our honorary wrist check. Uh, I'm going to hand it down to the man who never repeats a watch, yes. Mr. Uh, Rashawn Doom himself. <laughs> what do you got on the wrist tonight, sir? I love this uh, this new nickname. So I am Rashawn <laughs> Doom tonight. Um, not repeating a watch. So still trying to uphold my title. I am wearing the uh, DW6900 mm-hmm. from uh, G-Shop. This one is very special because it's in uh, collaboration with not only North Face, but Supreme. It's Supreme. a triple sign G-Shock. Triple sign G-Shock. How's that? It's crazy. Um, yeah. So funny enough, um, I felt like this piece was very appropriate for our guests. Um, you know, our connection with streetwear and, you know, just a lover of stuff and collecting things and kind of like the essence. I feel like anyone that has collected watches, you know, the first time piece that kind of they felt like they were a true collector was a G-Shop. So I kind of wanted to go to the essence. Okay. You're, you're very New York right now. Yeah, yeah. You, know, like, <laughs> you got so, your orange and blue. You got your doom he got mask. His, he got his Tim's on. I got my Tim's on. Fresh butter. You know, I'm rocking my, you know, my New York Knicks colors. Um, You know, North Face, of course. Like, you know, you got to do the 700 bubble. So okay. I, felt, <laughs> I, felt very, I felt very appropriate tonight. He's on his New York-ish. Yes. Respect. Ben, what you got on the rest tonight? Uh, I'm Something a, special? It is special. There's some more heat on this couch? It's a John John special. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Okay. We went uh, back-to-back Pateks. Wow. 5738R Golden Ellipse. Black Incredible. Down. Beautiful. I wore this on the live episode we did at uh, Soho House. That's right. Yeah, Part you did wear that at the Soho House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the join. 
Beautiful, but beautiful piece. I put it on and like Rashawn said, we all dressed pretty pretty down right now. Sneakers, pretty casual, so I had to dress it up on the wrist. Sure. Um, I'll I'll save the the guest for last. I'll go next. I'm I'm actually repeating a watch. I'm wearing my um. This one's getting a lot of us. I'm enjoying it. My vintage white gold day date, eighteen two thirty nine. Quick set date feature. Um, I don't know. This might be it for me. I might be done. How'd you, how'd you get that watch again? <laughs> How did I get it? Yeah. Get bezel.com. Woo! <laughs> so if you're wondering. Uh, yes, the discount code still works. Yes. And it's wrist check pod. So if you are looking for a new timepiece and uh, you want to save some coin, use our code and you get $250 off your first purchase. Yes. Shout out to Get Bezel. They also just got some major funding. So big shout out Thanks. to Ryan and Co. They just raised $8 million um, in, their first, in their first round of funding. Um, and um, I'm really excited to see where things go. Some pretty serious Go from here. We're going to have too. Ryan on the show soon, too. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, some nice. pretty serious people. They got, uh, I think, Kevin Hart Kevin gave him Hart, some money. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kyle Kuzma. John Reardon. John Reardon, who will be on the show at some mm-hmm. point in time. Well, nice. Um, Star, <laughs> what do you got in the wrist for us tonight? Yes, sir. So this is my 16200. My okay. First, my first Rolex watch. Your first Rolex. Wow. Yes, my first Rolex watch. I purchased it in 2005. Okay. When I was in Hawaii on my honeymoon. Nice. Right? So this one right here has a lot of sentimental value and... And that's that, pretty much. There's know? something special on that dial, though. Um, it's just a black dial. Is it? Yeah, it's just a black dial. You're thinking black there's another one. There's, there's another one, one amongst <laughs> us. <laughs> there's another yeah. one amongst us right <laughs> now that yeah. I think you, you might be jumping there's, the gun. There's, there's one of them. Just a little <laughs> bit. But uh, so 2005. So you've been you've been uh, you've been collecting watches for quite some time. A very long time, sir. A very yeah. long time. Uh, where are you from originally? New York. New York. Wow. Actually, okay. I want to say Mars. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but New York. So, so New York, born and raised. Yeah. Um, I come from an African background. Okay. West Africa, Ghana. Nice. You know, that runs through my blood. But okay. New York, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 how did this? How did this? Uh, how did this kick off for you? Because everyone kind of has like their own start with watches. Um, I think for most of us, it probably starts from childhood, or you get like some of initial course. like uh, you know. Of course, uh, into it. But where did this? Where did this start? Yeah, I mean, like you said, childhood. So mine stemmed from my mom, mm-hmm. right? So first grade, I had a terrible day in school, right? Like crying, kids were making fun of me because mm. my last name, whatnot, called me African booty scratcher and things like that. That's okay, it kids was. being mean as they do. Sure. Of course, yeah. of course. So my mom picks me up, mm. and we go to a store called Macy's, okay, which is on Thirty Fourth Street, and at that time. There was a watch that she gifted to me, mm-hmm. which is a Mickey Mouse Loris watch, right? Okay. Loris, L-O-R-U-S. Mm-hmm. And the hands of Mickey, anytime the yeah. hours change or the minutes change, his hands will move. Yeah. So that feeling that I got when my mom gifted me that watch was everything. And mm-hmm. it's like, as I got older, I tried to chase that feeling ah. in anything I did, whether yeah. it was work, whether it was, you know, just playing basketball or something mm-hmm. like that. I was trying to chase that feeling from that watch that my mom gifted me throughout my whole life, though, and it's still continuing today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, at what point did you did you say to yourself, um, either I'm a collector or I'm going to start collecting watches? Because I think for for many of us, you might start here, like, and it's funny because I actually started with the Mickey Mouse watch too. Okay. It always seems like it goes back to Disney somewhere, right. mm-hmm. but then there's probably like a lapse, and mm-hmm. what kicked it off where you were like, all right, this is I'm buying watches. Wow. So, man. So, for me, 
like the watch thing didn't really start getting serious mm-hmm. until after I graduated from college and I okay. started earning some money. But before that, I was buying small watches here and there, like some trinkets and mm-hmm. things, you know, Timex. Not that Timex is a bad brand, but like sort of small like that, dabbling mm-hmm. and things here and there. But primarily my collecting habit stemmed from like collecting sneakers, of course. Okay. And video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my video game and sneaker collection is much more serious than my watch collection. Oh, wow. Okay. No yeah. way. So, yeah, yeah, we had this conversation before. Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, I didn't really start getting serious in mm. watches until I want to say 2005. Okay. Right? Now, 2004, when I finished school, my first check, I bought a Movado watch, which mm. is a black museum Movado watch. Museum watch, watch. nice. Museum watch. Mm-hmm. I didn't bring that today, but when you I, still have it then? Yeah, I still have it. Oh wow! Okay. Have all For the most part, yes, mm. yes. There is one watch I do not have. Do you regret and, getting rid of it? No, I don't. I don't. I'm happy I got rid of it, though. And I'm, I'll talk about that right now, though. It was a 5131P that I actually picked up from a friend, right? Mm-hmm. And that watch that I, well, former friend, and that watch that I picked up didn't have my name or anything on the search. Sure. And it kind of rubbed me the wrong way yeah. because anything that I, I own, never really yours. exactly, anything I own, I want my name to be on the search. Mm-hmm. I want it to be something that commemorates like an achievement or something that I did, mm-hmm. right? So after some time, like, nah, I'm just not feeling this yeah. watch and you know let it go but other than that everything i've accumulated i've kept hmm. you know for the most part yeah. so um but yeah yeah that's- so fast forward to today so it you, your relationship with collecting is started with your mom correct what 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 do your parents think about your you're collecting oh, these days. Yeah. I mean, my dad thinks I lost my marbles. <laughs> like, I would never tell my parents how much I've spent on mm. some pieces that I own. Right? Sure. I would never tell them. Mm. You know, my mom is like, hey, how much was this one? And I know how much I paid for it, but I'll always undervalue it by like a hundred <laughs> times though, or something like that. You know? Mm-hmm. Hey, mom, don't gift, worry mom. about that. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all good. Yeah. Look. But I mean, but I've gifted my parents watches. Here oh, I'm sure. Too, yeah. You know? How does that feel? Amazing. Yeah. The, the gift back. For what they've done for me mm. always feels good. That probably gives yeah. you the feeling from when your mom gave you that Mickey Mouse watch more than it does buying a new watch. Absolutely. That's gotta be a great feeling. Thousand percent. Yeah. That's cool, man. So fast forward. Now, today, you know, we know you from, from Instagram. Okay. Uh and just, you know, if I could paint the picture for the folks watching and even the folks listening. I had no idea what you looked like until you stepped into the room, <laughs> right? right? So, right. and uh, and if you know, for those who are listening, he's wearing a mask on set, um, and so you've you've created this Instagram page um, where you're using your 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 name, Fremstar, right? right. And uh, but you have used the the the, uh, the uh, caricature of um, Kermit, the Kermit the Frog, of course. Where did that come about? Childhood. Childhood memories. Okay. So as I was growing up, it's between Kermit the Frog and Curious George, right? Okay. These are dolls that my parents bought me yeah. when I was much younger. Mm-hmm. Right? And as I started, you know, doing the forums thing, like Rolex forums, that's mm-hmm. where I started learning the land of the lay of mm-hmm. collecting yeah. watches. I didn't want to put my face and my name out there, sure. right? Because I come from a financial background. And right. in finance, you don't really want like your managing director. Especially or, with watches. Yeah. Exactly, oh, yeah. To say, hey, man, like. No gold at the office. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah, like, we're, we're paying this guy a little bit too much, though. So yeah. Let's scale it back a little bit, though. No, so I didn't want to get mixed up in that. And I wanted to be completely anonymous, right? Sure. You know, so, like I said, it was either Curious George or Kermit the Frog, and mm. I didn't want to come up as a monkey. So sure. I preferred the frog. Got you. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's cool about your page too is um because you know we talk about like anonymity and 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 infamy. Um 
but you're just highlighting the pieces. Right. And I think, at least for me, I'll speak for myself, one of the things that really, that really struck me is seeing the diversity in your collection on your page. Because A, you have like serious hitters, mm -hmm. but then you also have like pieces that the guys who are after those hitters in many cases, don't even want to look at. Right. right. Yeah. Right. And you entertain these pieces. Of course. Absolutely. So I, I mean, speak to that a little bit. Like, you know, you 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 have you're in a space where you get to enjoy this stuff, but um, you like, and I know you're familiar with this term because you've been you've been buying watch a long time, but you like other brands. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And for me, I mean, I'm not a watch snob, right? Yep. I mean, I can appreciate, you know. A Seiko, mm -hmm. and I can appreciate a Grand Comp Patek, okay, or Audemars Piguet, you know. So, like for instance, I don't know if I can reach over. Yeah, right please, now, yeah, let's do it. You know, so like for instance, this piece right here, it's a Frederick Constant Tourbillon Perpetual Calendar. Okay. Right? Now people just say Frederick Constant. This is something you could pick up from Macy's. Mm -hmm. Not quite. Not mm. this guy right here. I mean, there's only 15 of these that exist, right? This right. one is number six. I was actually chasing number seven since that's my favorite number, but people that have reached out, it's been all smoky memories. Yeah. People say they have <laughs> something, then they, they don't really have anything. But now, if this said Patek Philippe on the dial, oh, everybody will want it. People will go crazy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Though. But for me, I don't care about that stuff. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I care about the things that look good on my wrist, right? What I can reasonably afford, mm -hmm. and what I enjoy, mm -hmm. you know? And given the fact that there's only 15 of these that exist, to me, this is much more special than let's say a Submariner mm -hmm. or a Daytona or something like that, yeah. just yeah. for me, you know? So how'd you end up getting that one? Well, long story short, I was in Paris and <clears throat> I was actually in Bucada and I'm looking. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, what, 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 what catches my eye? Yeah. I was talking to my sales rep over there and he's like, you know what? I have a few special pieces. He showed me some IWCs. Mm -hmm. He showed me some Bachelor Constantine watches. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nah, this doesn't really catch my eye. He was like, you know what? I have something that's really special. He came up with this, mm -hmm. and like now we're talking. Oh wow! You know, now we're talking. And when did you acquire that? What year? Um, that was late last year. I want to say in October. I got to go back to my IG page and look though. <laughs> late, late, late you got too many watches to keep up. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. But yeah, yeah. So this watch right here is really special for me. Yeah. The funny, funny enough, um, when you know Perry was talking about other brands, and you know how you have so many heavy hitters but you also are a lover of you know the pieces that some people may overlook mm -hmm. the one that caught my eye the most and we spoke about it off camera was your tudor black bay 58 in the solid gold appreciate it yeah the reason why that draws so much attention to me is because you know not only does it show that you are a lover and you appreciate watch watches in general that you're not about the hype. No, not at all. You know what I mean? Like, sure, someone can look at this collection and be like, oh man, like, you know, these are like watches that people will probably never ever see in their life, mm -hmm. in their lifetime. But you have something like this where it's like, this is rarely available. You yeah. can acquire this. Of course. Sure. And for you to share this, because you have so many more watches that you could share. Correct. This being in your Louis Vuitton, like, travel case speaks volumes. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's, it. it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful luxury timepiece. Um, Tudor is a special brand. I mean, I'm a big fan. 
Uh, but to, to, to piggyback on something that you talked about, and I think Rashawn was hitting a really good note, is going back to the diversity in your collection. And so you've been collecting watches for almost 20 years now. Long time. And Long time. what strikes me about your collection is when I see a, a group this diverse, it comes across to me as someone who is still incredibly curious and studious Absolutely. about horology. Absolutely. So, you know, you, you made mention of um, Rolex Forum. Mm -hmm. And I kind of want to get into what was it like in those sort of, I guess, your formative years of, of watch collecting? What did Rolex Forum provide for you? What was it like at that time? Wow. That, at that part, at that time, it was more the curiosity phase, mm -hmm. right? Of trying to research watches and try to understand them, right? I mean, you have a lot of people that are knowledgeable from all over the world talking yeah. about timepieces, right? And I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, mm -hmm. you know, at that time. But diving into the Rolex forums many years ago was like opened up, opening up Pandora's box, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And when you open up that box, it's like, wow, There's no you closing just, it. Exactly. You just want to keep. <laughs> I feel like Rolex forums in those days is like a minefield. It was. The, the internet for watches back then was the people who already knew watches. Yeah. Exactly. It is now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And back then, it was no pretentiousness. There right. was no like, hey, I got this, I got that. Of course, people would do like, hey, I got a new watch. But everybody embraced it. Whereas yes. now in this playing field, it's like, man, look how much money I got. Or, yeah. Yeah. you know, for instance, let me, let me take a step back, though. Like that Tiffany Blue watch, right? Mm -hmm. when the 5711. The 5711. Yep. When that went on auction and it was one, people just lost their minds though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I look at that watch, I'm not gonna say too much on, on air, mm. but I look at that watch and it's like, okay, this is interesting, mm -hmm. right? But it doesn't- Interesting is a good way to put it. Yeah, but it isn't like- It doesn't move you. Yeah, yeah it yeah, doesn't move kinda, me at all. Yeah. It doesn't move me at all, right? Yeah. And I'm not gonna say if I have it in my collection or not though, but I'm just gonna say this, <laughs> but, but it doesn't move me at all. Though. Yeah, it doesn't move you. Though. Yeah. Right. So I have a question. Sure. Um, because, you know, we are young pups. Speak for yourself. <laughs> no, I mean, but I'm, say, I'm saying in a retrospect, so, you know, we don't come from the social media era. Right. Like, right. I remember when dial-up was a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was still analog. Yeah. Yeah. So, with that being said, you know, because you're talking about, but, you're, but of course, it's not that long ago, <laughs> but I'm talking about, like, late 90s into early 2000s, you collecting watches in 2005. What is... For, for people that are in this space of, you know, um, forums and things like that, give them context because you are an OG in this. Right, right. So give them context. What what time period is this where you're entering the forums and it's not pretentious or no one's like bragging about what they have, what they own right. or trying to show off and, 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 and kind of like distasting the things that we love. Absolutely. So I want to say this is like 2001, if that. Oh, right? wow. So this is even a little bit earlier. Yeah. It's yes. like yeah. 2001. This is when I was like kind of creeping on the forums a little mm -hmm. bit though. Right. And I would like post things here and there, asking questions. Right. And there was one gentleman that really stands out and I still speak to him today. And he's mm. really like a, an amazing mentor to me. Mm. Right. Um, by the name of KR. I mean, I'm not just, his initials are KR. Mm -hmm. I should have to say his name, Mr. Ken Ross, right? Yes. Okay. You know, we both come from finance backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And he took a liking to me and he started teaching me things about what to look for, how to select certain pieces, mm -hmm. right? Don't just look at gold or look at what shines, you know, focus on how this moves or, or the, the quick set functions, sure. you know? Mm -hmm. And he started teaching me some things though. Mm -hmm. And then after that, 
it became a real relationship where he started teaching me the land of lay by finance, right? Yeah. And trying to tell me how I can get ahead in finance, mm. right? Then we're both God-fearing gentlemen, yeah. you know, started talking about faith as mm. well, you know? And then also philanthropy, mm -hmm. which is a thing that I enjoy doing as well too. So, you know, the forums had a different feel. Mm. It was more like a home mm -hmm. kind of feeling. Mm. Whereas now it's like, like I said, like, hey, look what I got here and there. And stuff. That's yeah. kind of cool though, because it's almost like you went through an apprenticeship mm -hmm. of somewhat. sorts. Mm -hmm. Somewhat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's funny because, um, you know, when we when we started, we and we talked about this a little bit off camera too, but there were so many people already involved in the industry that looked like us, but prior to COVID and, you know, social media kind of exploding, we just weren't communicating with one another. Correct. And Correct. what we're experiencing now, <laughs> it seems like it's similar to this relationship that you had with this gentleman where it was like, hey, let me actually show you the lay of the land. Let me show you what this timepiece collecting thing is, is, is actually all about. Correct. Um, what do you think, you know, so you've been collecting this long, um how do you feel about the the state of collecting now i'm sure you you might be mentoring uh people i'm sure you know you come across a lot of guys who have either just gotten their start or been collecting for a couple of years Correct. now what, how do you what do you feel about the state of collecting and, and the industry at large i think today people gravitate towards what's more flashy right what's yeah. going to give them more the most likes on mm -hmm. instagram or social mm -hmm. media instead of gravitating towards pieces that like I said, they can reasonably be afford yeah. and that they would truly enjoy, mm -hmm. right? And I think because of the whole influx of social media, a lot of novice collectors are looking at, hey, if I buy this watch, how much can I sell it for tomorrow, yeah. right? Yeah. And that yeah. just ruins the whole thing yeah. for me though, right? I mean, everyone is different. Sure, I get that. And I respect well, everyone. Are you talking about 90% of people buying watches right now though? Oh, They're always that, looking at that, resale value. Yeah, no. Old it, value, can I sell it? It's annoying, money it's annoying. It, yeah, and it's I get tons of questions like that on mm. my DMs, right? And I just ignore every single one of them, yeah. right? But a few of the guys are like, hey, you know what? I'm really looking into, you know, building a watch collection. You know, what should I look for? Mm. And I say, hey, you know what? My first watch was a Movado. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, my first real, real real watch was a Rolex that I purchased, but my first watch was a Movado. And you can purchase a watch that you can truly enjoy and then mm -hmm. go from there. Yeah. Right. You don't have to hit home runs out the yeah. gate. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And even like the the Movado Museum, I mean, it's a it's a, a legendary and a classic piece that has adorned the wrist of many, you know, skilled jazz musicians, athletes, entertainers, yeah. what have you. It has its own place mm -hmm. in the history of horology, design, and, Correct. and art. Um <clears throat> So you brought some watches with you today. Yes, sir. Um, I know, you know, we talked a little bit about how, how special this piece is on your wrist, but I'm curious in terms of what, what you have for us today, what's, what's another piece that's here that, that means a lot to you? Well, I want to say my Maurice LaCroix watch okay. over here. You know, this was gifted to me on my wedding day, actually, um, in 2005, a very long time ago. So it does have some sentimental value to me, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's the Jor et Newt, which okay. was night and day, mm -hmm. right? So it's a retrograde watch, and yeah, it's a, it's a fabulous piece. Absolutely. So this watch was gifted to you on your wedding. Did you also wear it on your wedding or for your wedding? Yeah, I did, actually, many years ago. I mean, I haven't strapped it on my wrist in a long time, mm -hmm. but, but yeah. yeah, that was a long time and ago. And your wife bought this for you? Yes. yes uh, is, she, is she collecting watches? No, not at all. No? <laughs> she just knows what you like. Not She's like, you crazy. What do you think drew her to this watch? Did you drop some hints? Uh, no, no hints at all. No hints at all. But in college, it's something that I also enjoyed and mm. stuff like that. Like looking at watches here and there. So I guess she picked up from there. Mm. Yeah. 
So when you first, when you, um, during those, those formative years, you know, you're on Rolex forum, you get, you know, fast forward 2005, you get married, you get this watch, you get your first Rolex. Um, where were you going from there in terms of what you can remember from like, all right, I'm still kind of chasing this, you know, this feeling, um, were you still heavily driven to like wanting to explore Rolex? Um, what was going on? No, it was my focus was never just really just Rolex. Mm -hmm. It was just more how a watch looks, right? Okay, so it was aesthetics. Exactly how right. it moves. You know, how did you discover what you liked aesthetically? By trial and error, yeah. just trial and error. Just like reading a lot of magazines, also mm -hmm. back in the days, Watchline magazine. Okay, um, and just you know doing some research on Rolex forms also yeah. because it wasn't just Rolex watches. It was a gamut of. Everything like from Omega mm -hmm. to all types of brands, right? Citizens, but yeah, it's just trial and error. Yeah, you know? and I still feel like today I'm still in that black hole, right? Just still oh, really? trying to figure it out, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm carefully curating pieces that I pick up. So do you find yourself that? like like occasionally like consolidating, like you moving stuff out, maybe moving that things no, in? No, no, no. You I'm, keep everything. No, yeah, for the most part. Okay. And I've actually been labeled by a friend as the husband dust collector, right? <laughs> you know. You know, so shout out to Shannon. On that <laughs> but but yeah, so I just have stuff that just collects dust. Yeah. Not on purpose, but right. I just have this fear of, I don't, I want to say missing out, that fear of like letting something go that took me back. such a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You were going to say something? Funny enough, because when you ask, like, do you offload or like, you know, do you get rid of anything? Do you gift anything? Um, You know, these guys make the joke about me not repeating a watch and you know, mm -hmm. we're like 40 some odd episodes in and like I haven't repeated a watch. No, you definitely have. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, can I keep my title? Yeah. Not by choice. But I've Yeah, I've it's by some, choice. Not by choice that I've repeated some watches. But that's well, we another gonna, conversation. We're gonna put a, a sound bite in here of you saying I intentionally repeated a watch. Well, yes. <laughs> that's another conversation. But you know, to to that point that Perry was bringing, um, I might be jumping the gun, but I want to ask, how many watches do you own? It's it's a significant amount, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a significant amount, Is it though. enough that you can share? Do you know the number? I do, do you, know the number. You do know the number. For, for, I find pages. that some people, for, after no. a while, they just stop counting. No, for insurance purposes, I have to know the number. Respect. <laughs> right? okay. you know, but it's, it's significant. It's significant, you know. Um, yeah, it's up there. Yeah, it's not three. It's not three figures, but it's up there. Maybe he's like He's beating you. Maybe in a few years. Oh yeah, by a long shot. So do you? I mean, looking at what we see here, this is very impressive. I mean, outside of like, you know, the biggest names that we know in the world, the Jay Zs, the Kevin Hart's, etc. I kind of look at you as probably like one of the biggest watch collectors that I have met so far. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And you know what's interesting? Um, I probably shouldn't be talking about this, right? But but you will because you want to. But exactly. Yes, you should talk about exactly. it. Exactly. And you know what? And this is not clout chasing or anything sure. like that because I don't care about any of that stuff, though, mm -hmm. right? But I got to say, well, I was in Paris. Um, mm -hmm. I want to say summer of last year, right? Okay. And I was speaking to one of my essays over there, mm -hmm. and he said, hey, I need to introduce you to somebody. And who he introduced me to was Mr. Steve Harvey, right? Wow. Oh, wow. Long story short, speaking to him, Steve takes my phone and puts his number in my phone. Yeah. I didn't ask him for his number or anything yeah. like that. 
And we've been talking here and there about timepieces, watches, and stuff like that. Yeah. He's asked me for my advice on certain things. That's awesome. crazy. That's amazing. Um, it's another gentleman also by the name of um, Sean Stockman. Okay. You know, also asked me questions here and there about watches and stuff too. These are gentlemen that I used to look up to. Well, I still do look up to them though, right? Yeah, of course. But looked up to them when I was much younger. Mm. And it's not now I can just pick up the phone and call them anytime I want to, which is yeah. which is crazy. Isn't that so awesome how like this this hobby brings people together? Agreed. Yeah. Like the connections that can be made just through your love and appreciation Absolutely. of horology, the circles that it puts you in, the people it exposes you to mm -hmm. is amazing. And then, you know, to even hear that like, you know, your your sales professional introduces you to Steve Harvey and this is someone who, you know, does speaking engagements towards the world, mm -hmm. speaking to people, kids, business owners, et cetera. And he's like, I want you to be my mentor. Yeah. That's awesome. You know what's crazy <laughs> is that Steve, Steve's been rocking some heat on Instagram. He does. Yeah. He does. He's been, yeah, he's, been, he's been on <laughs> He had a green protect on He did. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah. how he matches his outfits with the Fact, watches, yeah. too. He's the fly guy. Yeah. Respect yes. him. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Watch Time Magazine. I did read, there was an interview that you did some years back, and you, 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 you kind of, you glossed over a little bit how impactful seeing, um, you know, a watch collector we happen to all admire on the cover of Watch Time. It was Jay Z. Correct. Um, what what did seeing that do for you? And I imagine probably seeing him in the space that he's in still does something for you. Talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. So I mean, for me, it showed me that hey, I can do this too, mm -hmm. right? I mean, obviously not rap. Sure. Of course not. But <laughs> in terms of you might <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> nah. I mean, in terms of like hey gravitating towards what we like, these trinkets, mm -hmm. these watches and stuff. And when AP branded his own watch for him, I'm like, wow, this just took it to next level. Yeah, right? it really did. Yeah. I actually did try to chase after that watch and I did have the silk, the, the stainless steel one in my mm -hmm. hand, but I just never pulled the trigger on it. Did, though, that right? one, did that one have the diamonds at 10? Yes, it did. Yeah. It did have the diamonds at 10 and had the iPod, which was preloaded yeah. with his music yeah. on it. Mm -hmm. though, right? You know, but, but yeah, that just kind of like really shifted my, my mind and I'm like, hey, this guy looks like me somewhat, yeah. right? I can do it too, mm -hmm. right? And that was kind of like a driving factor for me too. I'm like, man, this finance thing that I'm in, this finance mm -hmm. game that I'm in, I gotta excel at this, right? Yep. That's. It's. Yeah. A, I mean, he's kind of he's kind of the 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 figurehead and the spokesman for that. I think for a lot of us, you know, yeah. in, in various different ways, you know, mm -hmm. he's a gentleman that has, you know, put his hat in the ring in in various arenas, and um has fought tooth and nail to be successful, has paved way for, you know, for other black and brown people, uh, women, et cetera, uh, you know, to, su to succeed. And, and now uh, it's really cool to like see him in this space as he ages gracefully yes. and uh, still dib dibbles and dabbles in what he does best, but yeah. is also able to, you know, speak to uh, collecting timepieces and art but then also show you, you know, give you sort of a glimpse at like, hey, this has been happening behind the scenes for like a very long time. I'm actually pretty Correct. much seasoned, yeah. you know, yeah. and I, I think that's incredibly special. I mean, I can't wait to have him on the show one day. Amazing. Oh, you will. <laughs> you will. You will. Yes. Yes. Let me ask you about two watches in the box. Sure. So I know Jaeger is one of your favorite brands. Too. Yes, sir. So there's four Jaegers here. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you about the almost twin Duometrius. <laughs> Why so, have two of them and how? So one is rose mm -hmm. and the other one is yellow. The yellow gold I had to have because it's a limited edition of 300 pieces, right? Mm -hmm. 
and I just love the aesthetics of the brand, right? Yeah. I also have the white gold version, but that's in service right now, and I should be getting that back in, so, in March. So to be clear, people listening, that's Duometra triplets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, the the way the watch is, is a Florgeant. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, though, but the way it moves, the way it looks, it's just phenomenal, yeah. right? Just loves the Jacques Lacoste brand. Love mm-hmm. it. You Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so... At at what point did you, because if, you know, for those who follow your page, you know, we see the Rolexes, we see your love and appreciation for other brands. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, now over the last couple of years, Paddock, um, when did you decide to make that leap? What is it about Paddock that you enjoy? So the protecting for me has always been there, Mm -hmm. but I just kind of started unveiling things a little bit here and there on social media. Now, I do have... Well, you well, got a pretty good collection. Open this thing up, because there's some, there's some interesting pieces in here. Yeah, I mean, I do have pieces I have never posted on social media ever, though. Right? I want to ask you about that, too, but that's later. All right. Okay. No <laughs> so, out of this box here, 6119 mm-hmm. yep. and 5271P yes, stand out to me the most. Okay. Mm-hmm. How did you get the gem set of 271P? Man. Or what? Not not how'd you get, but what brought your attention to that? Because I want to ask you about gem set pieces after this. No worries, no worries. Um, shout out to Brian Govberg. Let's put it that way. Okay. You know, for, that's the plug. Yeah, yeah. For I don't want to say gifting me the fifty two seventy one P, but to own that watch and to have it in my collection is mm-hmm. a gift, though. Mm. Right. So, you know, I walked into his store in Miami, we were chatting, talking, and things like that, and you know, apparently my name is in in Patek. You know, made a few calls trying to see who I am here and there and stuff like that. And huh. and he was like, hey, I have this special piece for you. Yeah. And that's how that came to be. That's awesome. Well, what's what's great, too, and I imagine, you know, if your name is ringing bells in, in the company, the reason why is, you know, you have people who are advocating for you and speaking to you as, you know, this is a guy who's really serious about his, his timepieces, you know, um, us occupying some of the spaces that we occupy and speaking to the people that we speak to, it is pretty refreshing to meet someone who enjoys the full breadth Absolutely. of Paddock. You know, the Nautilus is great. Aquanauts are fantastic. Uh, but they have so much to offer in terms of diversity of, of, course. of timekeeping and watchmaking of course. that I think a lot of people miss. Yeah. Agreed. You know, this is beautiful. What, why I want to dive back into this piece and you know we spoke off camera about our background and who we are and what we do mm-hmm. um this timepiece here is not one that you can just buy anymore of course right you have no access to that unless you are someone someone that is significant in the paddock um obviously you know if you are a paddock collector or know a paddock you know that you know the abstracts are handwritten correct um, of course, we're not in the prehistoric age, so you know it is, it, there's digital. There's a digital side to it, but there's still a bit of an intimacy of like handwritten um, transcripts and things like that. You are now one of those proud owners that has a handwritten transcript to this piece, correct? Because if you want that watch and you can qualify for it, it it's it's no longer handwritten. It comes with your name on it. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Owning the process of getting a Patek, owning one, just wearing one is kind of a ceremony. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, actually. So, it really um, is. 
I'm wearing a 5738. Mm-hmm. There's another one in my hands, which is seeing one in the wild is a little bit weird. People <laughs> don't really yes. care about the ellipse, even yes. though they should. Yes. There's a 5738G, which is an extremely special version of this watch. Correct. So it's a white gold case, galvanized white gold dial. So it's black and it's engraved. Correct. This is a more recent acquisition, right? Yes, sir. It is. What drew your attention towards it? I had to have it. So I was actually waiting for that piece for, I want to say, a year already, though. Wow. Right? Wow. And it's back and forth talk with my sure. associate. And just came to be. Got the, got the call. Got the so call. do you like this more than the than the uh, Calatrava? Oh, man. See, that's like asking which one is your favorite child. I right? know. So I, <laughs> I like the Calatrava a little more just because okay. the case is engraved. Okay, that's mm. fair. That's but fair. I prefer the shape of the ellipse. If the right. ellipse had an engraved case, it would it would it be. Would be yeah, 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 yeah. No, but it's it's beautiful. What um you know in terms of you continuing what are you looking for these days <laughs> yeah, what are you on like, the hunt for? I'll, I'll tell you right now i need that seiko which, which one seiko, the daytona seiko the new really? one with the orange oh yeah yes sir i need that <laughs> i need that watch i though. love that and and do you work with anybody that sells seiko I, I, yeah yeah no no not the seiko brand saco the daytona the one with the orange bezel. Oh, the orange, bezel. Oh, the orange sapphire. Yeah, the orange yes. sapphire. Yeah. I thought yeah. you meant that Seiko Panda chronograph. No, 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 no. Oh, we no. bet you right now. <laughs> Yo, Derek Mon. Yeah, shout, shout out to the Men Mon. Shout out to the Men Mon. Shout out to Derek yeah, Mon. He's amazing. You want on Oysterflex? On Oysterflex, yes. On Oysterflex. Yes, on Oysterflex. Ben Simmons, you started rocking that. I'm just going to say, Matt, Matt, you hear me? So when that comes in, um, what are you what are you what are you not seeing from brands that you would like to see? Originality, you know okay. what I mean? And when I say that, I mean of course, you know, Rolex has their bread and butter sure. with the submariners, the GMTs. Mm -hmm. But in my case right here, mm. I have my Cellini, my Moonface Cellini. Yep. And I have yeah. to say, by far, to me, mm. that is the best Rolex. In production today though wow right? there's for, so much value for, here too for, absolutely, for me, absolutely love that. he does for he's me, not lying <laughs> so for me, I, I mean, the sky dwell is nice yeah you know which i have a few of those guys though a few you know the, 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 <laughs> Samar the, are nice. the gem set stuff is amazing I it love is it. yeah you know but that right there when i strapped that cellini on I'm, it's it's a it's a it's a very special piece. exactly it's, it's a twenty eight thousand dollar watch it costs yeah. about as much as the entry level. The crazy, the thing is though, too, it's so like you know, it. unfortunately, a, a lot of people don't have the opportunity to see this in person because it, you really do have to see this piece in person. Yes. It photographs great, but it's just not the same. Not yeah, the same photographs and watches are nothing. You yeah, know, yeah. it's not the same, and it is a really beautiful piece. I have a really deep connection with Cellini. Um, I own a Rolex Cellini. Nice. Um, and you know, I felt like, and, and we we've shared this conversation like just as far as like if i could only own a watch what would it be and you know um would i ever take it off i could like eat sleep and poop in it <laughs> oh, <wow>. um <laughs> that was a real statement yeah, <laughs> you know um because i feel like the cellini was a line that was underappreciated it was the black sheep um, it was one of the only lines in Rolex that had the diversity. So Correct. how many ways could you configure 
you know, a date just. So how many ways could you configure a Submariner, et cetera, and all these kind of things. Correct. But you're talking about configuration versus full-on design languages across the boards mm -hmm. from different eras, you know? Correct. Precious metal, you know, indices, diamonds, this, yeah. that, the whole nine that you do not and probably will not see in Rolex for quite some time. Exactly. Exactly. Um, very underappreciated, but you know, for someone like yourself with so much taste, makes sense. Appreciate it. You mentioned gem sets, yes, sir. I love gem set watches. You may bring any <laughs> with you, but on your Instagram, you got a couple. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, I got the I brought the, the protect. protect. Yeah, but that's not yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm okay. talking about the shit that's really gem set. Okay, like, <laughs> like, like my rainbow. You got the rainbow. Got the rainbow. Right with the pave down bracelet. Yes, sir. You uh, have a Patek 5980, right? Yes, gem sir. Set. The full, the full, full off catalog. Rose gold off, off catalog, catalog with yes, baguettes sir. all the way around. Yes. What do you have stashed as gem set that you <laughs> like to wear but you haven't really put out there? Really? Oh man. <laughs> I mean, and that's gonna lead into another question. Cool. Got the Saru mm -hmm. as well. You know the Saru, okay. Yeah, Saru, haven't rocked that what, much. Uh, what color gold? Rose, 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 rose. Haven't rocked that. Um, I've never hmm. really. I've seen you wear it in person, but I've never seen you wear it like post often. It. The uh, your sub actually. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The sub as well too. You know, I mean, some pieces I can't really wear all the time though, mm -hmm. right? Because it's like way too flash. Sure. Yeah. I you feel know. like of all the ones you got, the sub is probably the easiest one to put on and it is. kind of forget. It is. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get it twisted. I mean, there's plenty of times when I'm overseas mm -hmm. and I'm wearing short sleeves and I've worn my Rainbow Daytona. Sure. I've worn my Submariner, been on the subway and the trains and stuff yeah. like that and haven't been bothered. Mm -hmm. right? But then I see, you know, people these days getting robbed on the train and yeah. things like yeah. that. So mm -hmm. I kind of stop doing mm -hmm. that a little bit. Kinda, of course. Yeah. You know? But, but yeah, yeah. I'm curious, uh, you know, right now, like last week we had a, a friend of the, the pod, Carlos Ramirez on, who just started his own watch brand. Um, good and guy. it seems I like- a little bit about him. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's a good dude. And uh, a pretty cool watch company they got cooking uh, with mech watches. Um, but it seems like, you know, 2022, and it's starting to look like 2023, the energy that's been building up behind some of like these micro independent brands mm -hmm. is really continuing to like heat up. Right. I'm curious if, if there's any out there that you kind of have your eyes on. Honestly, I haven't really, you know, dove into that kind of, mm -hmm. you know, stream just yet. I mean, I know MBNF is really out there. I yeah. had the chance to meet Max yeah. on several occasions, yeah. you know. Nice guy, and I know he made something like an MB one or something mm -hmm. like that, which is LM one one, something like that. Yeah, you know, which yeah. is kind of like a gateway into like the bigger stuff, though. Yeah. You know, like what he's oh, doing. Oh, you're talking about there. the Mad one. The Mad oh, one. The Mad one. The Mad one. Mad one is a cool watch. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. Mad one. Which, which is I like what he's doing over there. But mm. in terms of, like the other other guys, on, no, not. You never thought like well, probably thought about it, but got into like FP Jorn. I've looked at FP Jorn a few times, but. I met an FB joint collector mm -hmm. one time though, and the guy completely rubbed me the wrong way. And I'm sure. like, nah, this is not for me though. Mm. You, know I mean? you know, like the guy had this pretentious nature yeah. about him though. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not associating FP joint with pretentiousness, yeah. but just meeting him and he was a big FP joint collector. I'm like, no, I get that. I mean, that's, yeah. that's well, kind of what you purchase these watches. You kind of, you kind of become part of a club. Yeah. So. And so there's a cultural aspect to it too, where, you know, because part of the fun in, in like owning a Patek is meeting other people on Pateks. Yes. Correct. And getting to sort of, you know, 
fawn over the beauty and the history. And so sharing that experience is nice. So if you have a bad experience, I could definitely see how I could like, yeah. kind of like, right. eh, maybe later. You kind of right. think he speaks for everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. but at least it's just like, you, you know, you go back to folks and what you've already focused yeah. on. Yeah, yes. I mean, I like the Chronometer Blue. I sure. think that's what they Chron- call it. I, yeah, I was looking nice. at one the other day yeah, with Danny. The Chronometer Blue is one of my favorite pieces. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful watch. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we have, we have a, a, a friend in, in the audience with us tonight and it's funny because I didn't know he was joining us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I know you have a, a, a relationship with this guy yes, sir. and I wanted to ask because, you know, I've seen, so Albert Combs, whom yes, we sir. know, great guy. Um, who really great guy who, uh, founded official CP time. Mm-hmm. And, um, he has a, a podcast that he does occasionally with, with CQ, um, who helped him start this. Um, you know, he speaks, he speaks really, really highly of, of you and, um, he's building, you know, what he's building and it's pretty incredible. And I'm, I'm just curious what the, uh, what the state of affairs are in terms of how you see it with respect to, especially at your level, uh, diversity amongst watch collectors. Yeah, it's, it's important, you know, it's important because it shows that, you know, we have different facets of who we are. We're not yeah. just athletes that play basketball or entertainers and actors. We're professionals, yeah. you know, that can enjoy collecting timepieces, mm-hmm. right? And what Mr. Coombs, Dr. Coombs is what I call him, is doing with CP time is amazing. He's building more of that inclusiveness, yeah. you know, with us and giving us a platform to kind of like talk about these watches, right? Mm. And it's interesting, Albert and I would talk here and there for quite some time and somehow, I was in Vegas. This okay. is, I want to say, maybe two years ago. Ah, oh, was it two years ago? Yeah. Like, so he's here. I was in Vegas. He was in Vegas too. Yeah. And we just connected that way. Like, yeah. And that's the first time we, we met. And I'm yeah. like, yo, we've been talking, going back and forth. And, you know, amazing guy, man. I consider him one of my brothers also, though. Yeah. yeah. Great guy. It's yeah. awesome to see what's happening right now. And it's funny because when I talk to watch collectors in New York, um, I kind of, I, the way I describe it, I said it's like a little bit of like a watch renaissance happening right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like post COVID with a lot of these, these other organizations that have come up, you know, we've had, we've, we've had Red Bar yeah. and, you know, they kind of planted their seed. And, and now, you know, the idea of watch collectors communing together has really blown up and grown in a way where you go to these events and it's, it's, the diversity factor is just through the roof in terms of, you know, diversity amongst, you know, ethnicity, diversity, diversity in, in, in gender, diversity in occupation, mm-hmm. right? Diversity in collection, yeah. which I think is really awesome, like to coexist in a space where someone might have like a Seiko 5 on and then the other person might have a paddock. And, and they're both admiring and they're, each other's and, watch. And, it's and both they're, the same they're both admiring each other's watch and they're sharing and exchange information. Yeah. It's, it's a really special time uh, for watchmaking right now and I'm really enjoying it. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I want to just cover, just a, I know you got some other special pieces here. So let's, let's take a, a quick look at some of what you have and just see, okay. like, let's pick out some stuff. I'm, I'm right. curious about this piece here. Yes, sir. So it's a Frederick Constant. Yep. Torbion perpetual calendar, right? I know we spoke a little bit about this mm-hmm. off, off camera, but I mean, it's only 15 of these guys that exist. And we already know if it said Patek Philippe or yeah. Audemars Piguet yeah. or Vacheron Cassatine, this sort of blew off the shelves, yeah. you know, yeah. a long time ago. But 
you know, I was lucky to, lucky to get this piece. And I mean, it's truly a spectacular watch to wear so and own. You were hunting down number seven, you said. Would I was. you still have kept number six? Of course. No, <laughs> wait, 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 if I got number seven? Yeah. Then that would have been a little bit redundant. At sure. that point, I would have to think a little bit like, okay, who can I gift this watch to? You know, <laughs> but I have gifted watches. Yeah, some of this caliber before though. But yeah, yeah. But what's yeah. what's your favorite watch that you've given away? My favorite watch? Yeah. Wow. That you gave away. Hmm. That sometimes you think about. You like, damn, should I have done that? <laughs> I know this one. Actually, it, it was an Omega. That person yeah, out. No, no, no. It was it was an Omega. It was an Omega. Oh, okay. to, to, was it Snoopy? No, no, no. It wasn't uh, a Snoopy. Perry, Perry's favorite. No, it was, it was an Omega watch that I gifted a number of years ago to a kid who lived in Canada, wow. right? Who was interested in watches and stuff like that. Hmm. And of course, he couldn't really, like, you know, get a, get a watch. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I have this watch. Here you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Amazing. It really made his day, though. Yeah. You know? Do you so, remember what model was? I got I to gotta go back and. Go to the archives though. Sure. But I texted to you. You got a couple of Bulgaris here too. Yes, yeah, sir. That, that rose gold joint. That rose gold yeah. one is, is, is special. That's a, mm -hmm. a skeletonized Octo Finissimo eight day power reserve. Yes, sir. Oh, there. you know it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> I know. You know it. See, I love what Bulgari's doing. And this is like really thinking outside the box, right? Mm. The slim case, the rose gold case. I mean, it's way different than your standard, let's say, GMT or Submariner, sure. right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, if we look at it on social media, you know, standards, you know, you're not going to get the most likes from no. this or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, no, I'm lying, though. There is one guy, I, I think I've seen him in Asia or something like that, hmm. who's building a Bulgari collection. And it's like, as soon as he posts his Bulgari, mm -hmm. in like two seconds, he has like 5,000 likes, though, or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. So, I mean. This is the kind of watch that, like you said, it's, it's different than what you see on social media for absolutely. the most part. Absolutely. But it's a thing where if you ever get to put one on, or if you, let's say you, you own one, mm -hmm. it's all you want to wear in post. Correct. Correct. I've never seen that piece actually before. That was mm -hmm. like the I, I like the Octo Finissimo on the strap one, the bracelet. No, it looks really good. I don't oh, like the bracelets. Agreed. I agree. What do we have over, over here, man? Well, we got the another Octo Finissimo, the sketch. The sketch chronograph is pretty hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is another one I've seen yeah. a lot of. Yeah. This the one is a blasted titanium. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a limited run of 200 pieces on that wow, one. Wow, this is awesome. Is they numbered on those? Uh, no, it's not numbered. It's not individually the numbered. Dollar but it is crazy. Says, it just yeah. says like uh, This is all titanium, yeah. obviously, right? Yeah. Yeah, so super lightweight well. also. Jesus. Talk to me about this Tudor advisor. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> so this is what I'm talking that's about. A, like, that's an interesting one. Right. This yeah. is what I'm talking about thinking outside the box, right? right? I wish Rolex would do something like this. Yeah, I've seen you wear you this on, on the gram, too. You've, you've tossed this one on, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a... Totally unique watch. I mean, I know Gigi Lacoste makes the Memovex, which sure. is an alarm clock watch, but this one really stood out for me because it's it's brown, right? Mm -hmm. And I got one of my boys sitting brown over dial there too. Yeah, I got one of my boys sitting over there, Lou. Yeah, you know he always makes these jokes, man. You're so chocolatey, right? Yeah. So, so that watch <laughs> kind of like blends in with my complexion, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm, this thing is tight. And what about the red and the blue reversals there? Right. So, I mean, I also have the green one, but. I know this, you have the green one. You didn't bring it with you, though, right? No, no, I didn't bring it with me, though. But the blue one is the dual face over right. there, right? The, the red is a mono on the blue uh, crocodile strap alligator? Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So this red on this reverse right here is like an ox blood hmm. red, though. Yeah, right? it's not really red. It's definitely more like burgundy. Exactly, Bordeaux. That's what yeah. they, they say. And it, like, really pops. It really stands out. And I had to put on a blue strap to give it that... The crazy contrast. Exactly, that, nice. that look. Yeah. So, funny enough... 
this piece still has a sticker. Yeah, yeah. Um, he wears them until he fall off. Yeah, there you go. There now, you go. so so <laughs> that's so that's what I was gonna refer to mm-hmm. is that obviously this watch is worn, but you still have the stickers on. It. Correct, correct. I think you know what's very cool is the fact that you have so many watches, but you still keep them very pristine, and you know the level of like casing that you put them in. Mm-hmm. It means that you value these uh these pieces so so much as art of course so in connection perry is really big into art and collects art is there any outside interest that you do have do you collect anything yeah i mean and video games well yeah (laughs) no no he said yeah he shared that earlier talk about that i'm just i'm kind of curious how many many, like nintendo 64 cassettes you got oh man i mean that's just it goes deeper than that so neo geo i don't know if you sure i know neo geo so i was from that era where you know my parents would never think about buying me a neo geo sure so when i got to a level where i can you know, earn my own income and, yeah. and afford it. You bought a Neo Geo instead of a PS2? There you go. Respect. <laughs> no, but yeah, Neo Geo is one of the things. Turbo Graphics 16. Oh, I remember that. You know, all of that stuff. All That's that so stuff. funny. Yeah. But, but Sean, to answer your question, though, the sticker thing, right? I remember this about Rolex forums, though. So I would always keep the stickers to my watch. Mm. And this is before when dealers had to the remove take, take exactly them off. the yeah. stickers, though. I would always keep the stickers to my watch until they fell off naturally, like an umbilical cord, right? And I remember when I would post my watches on the forums, people would be like, man, it's peel those stickers off, do this, do that, though. <laughs> so one time with my 218235, it's a rose gold date with the wave dial, right? Okay. At that time, I think I had um, the chocolate Roman dial before I switched off to the wave dial, mm-hmm. right? I kept the stickers on. You did a dial swap on that? Yeah, I did a dial swap yeah. on that, though, right? Still have the chocolate yeah, you, dial you, also. You kept the chocolate. Yep. So the watch looked crazy horrible with the stickers pulling off, you know, by yeah. itself hanging off by a thread, right? So I did a video with a buddy of mine, right? Mm-hmm. Where he filmed me peeling the stickers off my date eight, right? Okay. And then people were like, oh yeah, finally, finally, finally. <laughs> but, but for the most part, I just like to keep them. If I can keep a watch with stickers on it, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm holding the watch in my hand, which is what I thought you were wearing when we started. Okay. So we have a Rolex or it's a perpetual date. Not a date just, it's a 34 millimeter. Mm-hmm. So it's a date. Mm-hmm. And it's Tiffany stamp. Yes, sir. This ain't the only Tiffany stamp watch we bought with you. No, it's not. Is this the first one you got? Uh, No, that's not the first one I got, but that's one of the earlier ones I've gotten. Yeah. So were you, around what year did you get this? Um, I got that one from Justin Grunberg, who is in California, I want to say about six years ago mm-hmm. or so. Reference number is 1400 on that one. Beautiful watch. What year is this? This is uh, that's from probably from the sixties. The sixties, early. Oh wow. Yeah. So 60s. you collect vintage? I don't really collect vintage. I, I don't have a large vintage collection, but okay. I have some vintage pieces though. Right. So what is it that stands out to you about vintage? When do you know, like, okay, pop the trigger on this one? That's a whole murky thing altogether, though. I don't mm-hmm. really know too much about yeah. vintage okay. because the thing with vintage too is that you can never know enough. Exactly. Like when you think there's you all, got, yeah. when you think you, there's like quote unquote rules to vintage. Especially rules are broken every like time. something comes and just breaks them all. Just, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They did a lot of funky stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like you never really, it's like, oh, well, that's Well, there's like that, that cherry dial day date we were looking at the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Chinese edition. It was in like 90s. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Stella day date, but the, it's not like a traditional Stella Oxblood stone. Really? It's just 
it's just crazy red. Was yeah. it legit? Or? Yeah, I mean, that's and it's on saying. a it's mm. at a hidden clasp yeah. oyster bracelet, white yeah. gold. White gold. Yeah. Yeah, stuff. I don't trust it too much. That's though. but that's the thing. It's like it's yeah. kind of hard to. But right. then when you see people in the industry or just people who are you know established in that world and they're like right. giving it praise, it's like this. This is weird. Why are you doing this? Yeah, I'm not so sure. I know this guy John Mayer got caught up in a few things. Yeah, we know. About sure. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, this has been uh, an absolute pleasure, my man. Appreciate um, it. I appreciate you coming all the way down here to to sit down with us and to do this interview. Appreciate um, it. You know, I wish you continued success and health in Thank life. You. It's a new year. 2023 is starting off right. Thank yeah. you. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to have you back sometime in the future and, and see where this is, is taking you later on. So much appreciated. And uh, this is uh, this is episode 45. Before we, we, we wrap, uh, just want to let you all who are watching and listening know where you can find us. Right. You can visit the website, riskcheckpod.com. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast. TikTok for the children. TikTok <laughs> and IG, of course, Instagram. Yes. Uh, we appreciate you all. Thank you for tuning in yes. and deuces. All right. Appreciate you guys. Peace. My man.